Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before we get to today's episode of Five on the Floor, make sure you check out one of the great sponsors of this podcast and the other podcasts in the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is AutoNation. They're the largest auto retailer from coast to coast, and their friendly and knowledgeable staff here in South Florida will help you save big on a huge selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs. Toyota, Honda, Chevrolet, Mercedes-Benz, and much more. And if you're looking to buy pre-owned, shop AutoNation's huge selection of one-price pre-owned vehicles, all clearly marked with one price, the lowest price guaranteed. Or if you just want to get rid of that old car, turn it into cash today, get a top dollar offer, and a check the same day. They'll buy your car with no purchase necessary. Your check engine light on right now. Get the services you need at low AutoNation prices, oil changes, tires, batteries, and more, all for less. Call or visit AutoNation.com to schedule your appointment today. All right, but here's the thing. I used to say that a lot. If you're in the market for a new car, make sure you DM me at 5 Reason Sports on Twitter. That's the number 5 Reason Sports. I will give an AutoNation senior manager your information, with your permission, so they can reach out to you directly and walk you through the buying process. So no waiting online, no getting lost in the sauce or any of that stuff. An AutoNation senior manager will reach out to you directly. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome into the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure to check out the other podcasts in our network. This is our only basketball podcast, but we have plenty of football podcasts, so make sure to check out Fantasy on Five. That's with Josh Houts and Michael Sonbeek, also David Freeman. Also, check out Five Rings Canes, cast of now thousands covering the Canes on there, led by Josh Darrow, also Larry Bluestein, Alex Dono, David Lake, and Andrew Ivins. And, of course, our Dolphins podcast, Three Yards Per Carry, which is Dolphins Analysis. We think it's the best Dolphins pod out there. And then what we think is the best nostalgia pod out there, Fish Tank with O.J. McDuffie and Seth Levitt. All right, we're going to get back to the NBA and the Miami Heat here. Now, uh, Alf, and I'm here with Alf Sidney. Um, you know him as Alf954. We, we've kind of run out of topics um, for this particular <laughs> team. I, I, mean, just, I mean, look, we, we've hit it all, right? Three we, weeks, we did, three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, three weeks ago. I mean, we hit the backcourt. We hit the frontcourt. We've hit other teams. We started a fake feud with Philadelphia. We had Sedano on. Uh, I mean, once we go to the Sedano well, you know pretty much we're tapped. And we, and we just <laughs> – so we're looking for stuff to talk about. And, you know, all Heat fans ever care about is what's next, right? So, I mean, what's kind of next is Jimmy Butler finally joining this team and coming back from his European vacation and having an actual press conference and playing basketball. And, and as you know, I even look today, we're taping this on a Friday. You know, the Heat players are back on the floor. Um, and so they're just waiting on Jimmy at this stage, and he'll be here. Uh, but, you know, everybody's always looking ahead to beyond that, and you have to in the NBA. And so we're going to do two different episodes here. We're going to look at 2020 today. And we're going to look at 2021. And we're going to look at the Heat's cap situation and the players that are available. And I have one word to describe the 2020 class. Horrific. It's one of the, wor- it's one of the worst in NBA history. And, and this is why, you know. It's we, not. It's not that oh, bad. Oh, it's- it is. It is, man. Who's the headliner? 
Who's the headliner? It's just Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Okay. And, you know, if things go reasonably well with the Lakers, he really shouldn't leave. Um, he might. He might. And, but, you know, Rich Paul's out there with his guy, LeBron James. I, I would put the odds against it unless, like, LeBron has a career-ending injury. So, I mean, things can go really bad for that team this year. But, no, I don't believe he'll leave now. Okay. He, so, if, if we're going to take him off too the big t- of a stink to get there. Right. Right. So, if we're taking him off the table – which we kind of are, or at least I am. Here's the list. And this is based on what they're making in 1920. Okay. So I'm going, I'm at Spotrack, which is a good place to go. SPO. 2020 or 1920? 2020. I'm sorry. Well, 1922. (laughs) Uh, This is a good place to go. It has nothing to do with Eric Spolster, but it's called Spotrack. S-P-O-T-R-A-C.com. If you want to follow along, take a look at the free agents for 2020. We're only going to focus on those today. So they break it up based on the, the average value of the contract for the 1920 season. Okay. 2019, 2020. Um, number one on the list is Kyle Lowry. Who's currently, it was going to be a $33 million this next year. Um, he's also going to be 34. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, he's not at this stage and I look, I know, uh, our guy, Giancarlo Navas thinks he's the greatest point guard has ever lived. And the magic Johnson <laughs> couldn't play in this era. But uh, Kyle Lowry is not somebody that's who's going to be going after. That's a set of him. takes. That's quite a set of takes back to back. Right, right. Shaq Kyle Lowry's the to best. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. and that's that's G. Um, but, but Kyle, I mean, he's Kyle not Lowry a player you're going to be making a move for next year, correct? No, I mean, he doesn't excite me. I mean, the only way I can see the Heat making any kind of move for him, uh, first of all, we have to talk about the Heat's cap situation yeah, next let's year. Yeah, isn't first. great. Mm-hmm. There are, I mean, you, you're losing. Goran Dragic is coming off the books, and I believe Myers Leonard is expiring as well. Uh, that is um, true. Let, let, let's go through it, actually, Alf. That's I'm glad you reminded me. All right, so let's go through the, the Heat's cap situation for next year. Uh, according to Spotrack, uh, and again, there's different sites here that have slightly different versions of this, and I, I never understand that because the facts are the facts, right? But it, here's basically what they have: the players they have on the books for the Heat in the tw- after 2020, so going into the 20. 2020 2021 season they've got jimmy butler at 34 million roughly i'm gonna i'm gonna round these to the nearest you know whole number james johnson at 16 wow um kelly olenic at 13 justice winslow at 13 Dion waiters at about 12 7 so we'll call it 13 so basically a 34 16 13 13 13 out of bio a little over five tyler harrow a little under four Okay, so those players alone, you're basically at, we call it 50, 39, it's about 90 million, 95, 98, about $100 million, okay, with those Mm -hmm. players alone. But remember, you stretched Ryan Anderson to get rid of the Tyler Johnson contract. So you're really at about 105, okay? Then you've got these cap holds. You mentioned Goran, Myers Leonard, Derek Jones Jr., Udonis Haslam. I wouldn't worry about the UD and Derek Jones ones. Although they're going to have to look at an extension with him at some point here, but uh, Goran Dragic and Myers Leonard um, would be coming off your books. You'd have to hold temporarily until something happened with them. Uh, but basically, the the total what's expected to be, and, and this is not for sure, but what's expected to be the cap is about 117 million dollars. So they have it. You got 105. Now remember, uh, if you have other players, uh, you know. Uh, You've got you bring in other guys to fill out the roster at minimums, etc. Um, you know there's some exceptions here, but your your cap's going to go up. But the, the basic 
point here is even now with just counting those guys, you're about 10 million under the projected cap and you're going to be pressed up against it. So, so a lot of what we're talking about here, Alf, for the heat may not even be possible, but the reason we're entertaining it is because we've shown, they've shown that they can be flexible before. And yeah. if you were to unload a James Johnson or a Dion waiters into space it opens, or something like that, it opens up some additional it opens things up. What, what it shows you really is how bad their cap situation is in now that, I mean, with even with Goron and Myers Leonard coming off the books, they still barely have any room underneath the cap. So it just kind of shows you where they're at at this point right now. But yeah, like you said, it's, the NBA, we've, they've shown you that there are things that – there's always something that can be done. I mean, Dal Morey does it every year. Somehow he go, he just keeps flipping max players for other max players. And at this point, he's a guy who's just up to his neck in debt. Right. He's basically our government right now, um, essentially. <laughs> Right, I mean, yeah, it's, he's, it's he's raising the debt ceiling. That's all that, he's doing. That, that, that's all he's doing. So, I mean, we, I don't know if he's getting the money from China or not, but but uh, but we are. But the other guy I forgot was Akpala. So Akpala is due um, one point five the following year. So again, you're pressed up against it. Like there's just not a lot of room there. So I don't want to say you know off the top that the Heat can necessarily afford a thirty five million dollar player. They can't right now. Uh, they would have to make some moves to be able to get into that kind of position. The greater point of this podcast is that there really isn't anybody worth getting into that position for, all right? So so let's go through the list again. We'll get back to our episode here in a second. I'm going to first want to tell you about a great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is BetDSI, terrific sports book you can find online at BetDSI.com. And not only can you bet on games, and obviously we've got the Dolphins coming up, their home opener against Baltimore. Um, you can't bet on whether Ryan Fitzpatrick gets killed. Uh, but you can certainly bet on whether the Dolphins keep this thing close. We'll see. I mean, they're bringing in offensive linemen as we speak, just right off the street. Um, but you can also bet, of course, on futures. So you can bet on the Heat right now. I just looked on BetDSI.com. They're at 43 and a half for the season. Do you think they'll go over or under? You can bet them there. You can start to bet on futures with the NHL, with the Panthers, and, of course, baseball still going on, college football. Here's what you need to do, though, if you're going to get a special bonus. You've got to punch in the promo code 5101. That's F-I-V-E 101, betdsi.com. Once you get on there, you'll see how the bonus works. Not very complicated. Okay, gives you some extra opportunities here in case you might be wrong about something. Not saying that you're going to be um, to keep gambling. And the in-game stuff is great. If you lose the first half, you can always bet the second half, and it keeps you engaged the entire time. So go to betdsi.com. So Kyle Lowry, you know, again, mid-30s point guards, making that kind of money i mean you know i mean you know maybe if he's going to take I mean, 10 somewhere gonna, what is he gonna, in, the, in the open market what is even what will he even command i guess a lot of it depends on what he does this season is basically the number one option i mean yeah he's going to be the one or one a with siakam i think in toronto yeah, I, I honestly think that's going to be a six or seven seed i don't see them doing I, much i i agree I, I mean i think on the open market this year he probably would have commanded in the 15 to 17 range per season um, yeah, now he's next year, one season older. One season older. With, probably with a an unimpressive year. Right, so I don't think so. All right, so the next guy, uh, Gordon Hayward. It's funny, he's back up again. <laughs> like, we just did this, <laughs> right? Um, and, you know, I mean, he's going to make $32 million this year. And, you know, the Heat – and he has a player option. Um, so he may not even be on this list because I would assume he's probably going to exercise it, right? I mean, unless – he has, you know, he's fully recovered from an injury 
and he gives you the 22, five and five that you were expecting to get from him. I, and I don't see how it happens with all the wings that they have on that team. So I don't even think Hayward's going to be on the market. So we can probably take him off the market. Paul Millsap, uh, $30 million he's making this year for Denver. And his role is decreasing there. Um, it's more Jokic. It's more Murray. Uh, it's more Harris. It's more the other pieces, more Beasley, more of the other pieces on that team. Uh, Paul Millsap would be a nice add to the Heat. He fits the culture, but he's going to be 35 this season. And uh, so, yeah. no. Um, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan. Like one of those Joe Johnson, Luol Deng sightings. Um, yeah, yeah, at, at the end, right? You get a little something out of him, but it's just not – it doesn't – it's not going to – it doesn't turn your team around. No. All right, so DeMar DeRozan, uh, going to make $28 million this year. He's got a player option if he even comes clean. Uh, and so, you know, we'll have to see how that actually works out. I think, um, you know – I, I just, you know, with DeRozan's a weird one because, you know, he's, I mean, he's going to give you the scoring. He had a really nice season. I, I thought he rounded his game out a lot, but he never became a three-point shooter. The clutch stuff with him is not, it's not a myth, man. It's just not. Like, the stuff in the playoffs is real with him. He's just not an effective playoff player. Like, I mean, that that, that there was that analytics that came out about guys and how they performed in the playoffs as relative to the regular season. And he, like, fell off a cliff. And, yeah. and Kawhi is the guy who accelerated the most, and that played out again a little bit. So I just don't, yeah. you know. DeMar, I'm just – I think he's, like – DeMar would have been a really good player in the, like, early 2000s when the NBA was trash. <laughs> right. You had a bunch of guys out there, the Stevie Francis's of the world, that, you know, they could score um, a lot of mid-range inefficient shots. Um, high volume and just never really won anything. I just, I like DeMar, but DeMar is like a third or fourth option that you have to pay it like a number one, right? Right. He's, he's a. Well, I don't I mean, know if he's a third or fourth. I, I, I think he's a. On a I winning, on a, on a title winning team, he can't, he's not your second option. I don't, I, I don't I mean, think so. I think he could be, well, look, could he, uh, let's put it this way. Could he have been, I mean, who was the second option in Toronto this year? Was it Lowry? Okay, uh, maybe Siakam, but probably Lowry. And, you know, Lowry and DeRozan, like, there was some question who was the best player on that team. It's right. I think you could win. Uh, you, could, you could advance pretty damn far with DeMar DeRozan as your second-best scorer. I just I don't. If you, want, if you want to win a title, he, he has to, I, to me, he has to be third or fourth. But you have and, to pay him like a number one. He's, he's one of those guys that it's just, I, don't, I just don't see it happening for him. Yeah, probably not. Um, and, and so I don't think that's a great fit for the Heat. Plus, I don't think he fits next to Jimmy. Uh, you can't have no. two guys uh, – when Jimmy's not a plus three-point shooter, I mean, he's kind of a negative three-point shooter. If you can't have two guys, like one who won't shoot threes and the other who really doesn't shoot it that well. It, it's in the modern NBA. That's I mean, defenses will collapse. It's not going to work very well. Um, Otto Porter Jr., $27 million. Player Jesus option. Christ. Uh, Andre Drummond, $25 million player option. I mean, if Bam's your center, you're not really considering that. We mentioned, um, Anthony Davis and I, I, we both assume, I, I mean, I think he's going to stay there. I, I, things would have to be catastrophic. I think for him to go, I mean, like catastrophic, like the way they were for the Lakers this season. Yeah. You know, because I believe that there's a chance that if LeBron had signed a one year deal, he might've gotten out of there this year. I it wouldn't. I mean, I know he's got the other interests, and that's more important to Maverick and to Rich Paul and some of the basketball stuff now. 
But I think he might have bolted if he'd had the opportunity, but he didn't. I mean, he could have forced his way out, but I just – I mean, it was such a bleep show last year, and it's just such a terrible kind of organization. Um, I, guess, I guess that's the only the only caveat you could put on that is that if any organization could figure out how to screw this up, <laughs> it's probably the Lakers. Right. Um, yeah, because they've just been such a shit show for the last – I mean, really, like seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's it, you know people talk about the Lakers' legacy and dying. They, for the last like seven or eight years, they've been nothing but nothing but embarrassing story after embarrassing story after embarrassing story coming out of that franchise. So there's there is a part of me that could see something going so potentially wrong over there that Anthony Davis is just like, listen, Rich, <laughs> listen, LeBron, I got to get out of here. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I don't don't know. I mean, there's no chance for him coming to the heat, but just uh, to shake up the free agent market, I think there could some there might be something going on there that could actually force him out. But I, I that's probably like a five percent chance, ninety five percent chance. I think he's staying. Yeah, and you know I think it's interesting. I I, I feel like and I hate to do this because I like Jeannie Bus. Um, I've interviewed her, you know, on the radio a couple of times, and and I like her her persona and all that. But we just got to be honest. Like it just has not been well run under her and her brother. And she won the peril struggle against her brother, against Jim, and it's gotten worse. Like, <laughs> you know, so I, I just don't, I mean, look, the, the, the old man who passed away a few years ago, like he knew what the hell he was doing. I mean, he basically created Showtime. I mean, you, you really should read uh, the book by Jeff Perlman called Showtime. Um, there's a lot of great Riley stories in there, but a lot of it is about Jerry Buss. And it's, it's kind of the whole culture of it and the forum club and what that was like and the, the players and their wives and the girlfriends and the, and the, it's just, it, it's, it's an interesting read. That's the reason I'm a basketball fan. Right. And well, a lot of people, I think that's the case. Um, 
you know, but if you look at what's happened uh, in the past few years, you're, I mean, you're right. It's been one of the worst organizations in the sport. I mean, I, to have the advantages that they've had. I mean, look, the Knicks have incredible advantages too and have squandered even worse. But to have the advantages they've had, I mean, they just got lucky. It's, it's crazy. You know, the Heat got LeBron because they were a really well-run organization and they had Dwayne Wade. Um, and that, and that's, that's why they got LeBron. But the Cavs and the Lakers got LeBron for the wrong reasons. I mean, the Cavs got him basically because he wanted a legacy play and because he was born 30 miles away. And the Lakers got him because he wanted to shoot Space Jam. I mean, so, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it, it's not because of any kind of competence of the organization. And we just saw, I mean, you know, when they, when they got matched up against somebody in their own city, I mean, an organization that was a laughing stock for years and years and years until Balmer bought them, they lost to the Lakers, yeah. they, to the Clippers. They just lost Kawhi to the Clippers, okay? And so it, – It's an interesting – it's interesting how you put that. When you look at the teams that have the geographical advantages, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Golden State, I guess, and Miami, who else has really, over the last 10 years, has really taken advantage of that? Well, New York has not. Um, Boston has never been – Boston and Chicago have never been destination cities for players. Uh, just never. Um, you know, Boston, I think it's the race thing a lot. Uh, Chicago, it's the cold thing. It's also the following Jordan thing. It's the Jerry Reinsdorf is cheap thing uh, for years and years and years. It, yeah, yeah, there were a whole bunch of things that played into it. But, but that's hurt them. Um, but they've been successful, at, you know, obviously during different periods now, the Rose era as we kind of, I guess, call it in retrospect, um, they, they built, you know, something significant there. They just couldn't cash in, and then he got hurt. But, yeah, the, no, the big, bigger cities now, I, I think Houston does a good job of it. Houston's a very attractive city to NBA players. Um, you know, uh, I, I think one city that, that is totally squandered, and it doesn't get talked about, is NBA players, particularly older NBA players, really like Phoenix uh, because a lot of them like, like to go play golf there, to be honest. The, the climate's great um that's true yeah you know and phoenix is totally and, and and for years and years before sarver bought it it was known as a great place to play great environment to play downtown arena they don't have anything in downtown phoenix i've never understood it like they have one of the campuses but like there's nothing there like you got to go out to scottsdale or, or one of the other cities uh to really find anything like there's like marley has his bar across the street and that's like the the only thing that's there but um but, yeah, it's just uh, Phoenix has really squandered it, but the Lakers have squandered more than anybody else. But I, I still think he stays out there. I, 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 getting back to Anthony Davis, I think he stays. The next guy on this list in terms of uh, money that they're making this season a free agent is Hassan Whiteside. I don't think the Heat will be in play. I think a lot of that is Starver, though. Starver just a – well, look at uh, in another city. What about Atlanta? Yeah, I think – well, the story with Atlanta, though, Alf, is that – um, that has more to do with NBA players like to visit there, but they don't want to live there. And I, a lot, a lot of it has to do with, I mean, you know what that has to do with. I mean, that that's has where to the side pieces, you most say, of them. Just say that's, that's that, where the side pieces live. Well, it's true. I mean, it's, it, this is not myth. I mean, talk to NBA players about it. They, they don't really want to be there permanently. They just want to kind of slide through. That's all. Just slide through, slide out. Uh, and, and, and go about it that way. All right, so let's get to the next guy, Hassan Whiteside. How much time do you want to spend on this? What do you, what do you want to do with this one? I yeah, no. We got we can put do ten minutes on. Uh, I I will say this though. I will be the very prospects cu- of Hassan returning to the Miami Heat. Yeah, I will be very curious what he gets though after this year. I mean, obviously, a lot of it depends on how he comports himself, but. 
I will be curious in the modern NBA and with everybody. I, I think he's going to be down to a series of one-year deals. I, I, I think he may get money on the one-year deals. He may get $10 million yeah. plus on them, but they're going to be one-year deals. It's, he's going to have a series of prove-it deals for the rest of his career. I, I would be willing to bet he never gets a two-year contract again. He may, he, get a, he may get a one-year with a player option, with a, with a team option, but that's it. Yeah, even if he has a great year, I don't think anyone's going to be fooled again, right? No. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna be like, okay, yeah, you, I, we, we, we've seen this movie before. We know how it ends. So, yeah, I don't see it. I don't, you're right. I'm, maybe, like, he has a bang-up year and someone gives him a one for 15 mil, like somebody like the Lakers because, you know, they don't have a big man. Right. I, I just don't – I don't see – yeah, I don't see anybody doing a three- or four-year deal for Hassan Whiteside ever again. I don't think he gets a two. I, I don't think he gets a two. I, 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 think, I think that's it. I think it, it was the one chance he had and the Maybe reception – Maybe a two with a team option? Team option, team option, not a player option. And, and a two yeah. with a team option is not a two. It's a one. Uh, yeah, sure. but, but, uh, but I think – look, I think the teams around the league will look at it and say, if the Heat couldn't get him to cooperate, how are we – a lot of teams look at stuff like that. They look, if, if the Heat and Spurs, that's how a lot of teams around the league look at it. They're like, if the Heat and Spurs can't get this guy to do it, uh, well, they know themselves. They know we're not going to get them to do it either. All right, two more guys. Give, give me um, – and, again, this is how bad the list is. These two guys are making $24 million this year. Which of these two players has a better chance to be a functional signing? And this is not – neither of these guys do I think that he should go after. Nick Batum or Chandler Parsons? Oh, God. <laughs> that's this i'm this is the point of this list this is the oh point my. of this list nick batum uh is that just injury what i mean i don't know i mean i, I wanted know. nick batum in miami badly because i really like i liked his game at one point mm-hmm. it just i don't know if it's injury i don't know what it is he's just falling. uh the the word that was used for him by a former nba player who i know very well who i respect who used to guard him was soft um soft mm. they didn't like the contract when charlotte gave it to him because they said he just doesn't have that he's just not in him and, and and he didn't enough to get the deal and that was it parsons i think is done I, I i don't i mean that is injury i guess um that's one of the weirdest situations in the nba <laughs> never... yeah I, I mean he was a good starting small forward like and then he wasn't and he's another uh, ryan anderson where it's just yeah, well, Ryan Anderson, though, got the most out of what he had. Like, Chandler Parsons, like, felt like, okay, this was an emerging player. Now, the injuries obviously played big time into it, but, like, he did not recover well from it, and just Memphis was a disaster for him. So neither of them. All right, um, two more. Marcus Soul, the Heat won't be in play for him unless he's way at the end of his career as a backup center. I think I th- Toronto squeezed, I think, the last out of Marcus Soul that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think he's a guy. I mean, he's going to be 35 this year. Serge Ibaka. Uh, same thing. I mean, Serge, I think, would fit well with the Heat as a role player down the road, but again, not big money. So the only other guy on this list who's making $20 million or more this year that I would look at next year is Gallinari. Um, That's an interesting one. Who's at 21-5 this year, playing for OKC. They're going to lose a lot um, in the West. I, you know, I, I like a couple of pieces they added from the Clippers, um, but they're going to lose a lot. It's a really good conference. Obviously, no Westbrook anymore. You know, Gilgis Alexander's out there, but uh, I mean, they, they, there's not a ton on that roster. It's a rebuild. Um, he's going to score a bunch. He'll probably get hurt again because that's t- typically it didn't happen last year, actually, but that's typically what happens with him. But Gallo is the one guy on this list that I know that he'd have had interest before, and he's going to be 32 this season. 
you know, again, not, not a big money guy at that stage, but somebody I think that the Heat would look at if they had some cap space to clear or they can move something in a sign and trade potentially. But he's the only other one because I look at the rest of this sub-20 list. Jeff Teague, Derek Favors. Derek Favors, Kent Bazemore, Tim Hardaway Jr. You could bring Timmy home, but is Timmy ever going to def- – is he ever going to defend? Uh, Evan Turner, he's a worst, no. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, – Who was all the uh, – Derek Favors, I don't hate that. No, no, I, I don't hate it. He's making 18-8 this year. Um, I don't. I, he's a very good defender. Never really became the offensive player that you'd hoped he'd become. He's going to be in New Orleans this year. That's a pretty stacked team. I mean, like, the, I don't know how far up they get. It depends on how quickly Zion develops. Uh, how he fits next to Zion, I'm a little confused, although I trust David Griffin on that. But he's interesting. The other guy who's kind of interesting on this list, but not at the money he makes now, and he probably will end up getting more, is Evan Fournier, uh, who makes 17 this year on a player option. He might opt out of that. Um, and I just the the thing about him is, uh, you know that that he he has proven he can score consistently in the NBA. He's only 27 this year, so I mean, I, as a six man type guy, I to be honest, I like him better than Tim Hardaway Jr. Because uh, at least Fournier, oh, yeah, me too. yeah, Fournier pretends to defend at times, and he doesn't hijack your entire offense. Um, but the rest of it, Reggie Jackson at 16. Uh, this year just never became what I thought he would become more Mike Marcus Morris is making 15 this year I like him as a role player not necessarily at that price but I like him um, but you know it's funny I look at this list and you know Goran Dragic is going to get a lot of feelers in free agency I mean I, you look at this list like okay the other point guards on the list are are who Reggie Jackson Reggie Jeff Jackson, Teague, Kyle, Kyle Lowry and Jeff Teague he's he's, he's in that a, he's the second best point guard in the free in the next year's free agency right so I, think, I don't even think that can be argued. No, no. I, so I think he's in the mix. I mean, some of these other names, I, I don't really, uh, you know, Brandon Knight, I mean, Pinecrest alum, but no. Um, Eric Gordon's going to be 32. Maybe as a shooter off the bench, I, I would still like Eric Gordon, but actually his numbers have kind of tailed off oh, in the yeah. past couple of years. Um, and, and then you've got Tyler Johnson, well, Jordan Clarkson. It, I think he's restricted though, right? Yeah, I believe he is restricted. Um, no, no, no. Gordon's unrestricted. After Gordon's unrestricted oh, going the next season. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's yeah he's unrestricted. That's an interesting name. He is, and you know another interesting name guy I kind of like a little bit is uh, Jeremy Grant, uh, who's now in Denver, who I, I still think has a little bit of upside. Could be a good role player. Uh, has athleticism. Is only twenty six this year. Now he's got a player option at nine million. He might decline that. The other one I think who strikes me as a Heat type player is Van Vliet. And he's unrestricted, making nine this year, going to be 26 this season. Um, you know, may get a bigger role this year playing next to Lowry a little bit more with Danny Green gone. And I kind of like him a little bit. So there's some role guys I like here. Um, you know, but it's just the overall list as we sort of sum this whole thing up. I mean, the overall list to me says – it's just not even a free agent class that you really want to get that involved in. I, when I'm trying to sell myself on Gallinari playing 70 games, like that, yeah. t- that tells you about the list. And, and that's why, you know, when people are like, well, you're giving Jimmy 34 next year. I'm like, okay, you took yourself out of that free agent market for the most part. I'm like, okay, what, whatever. What free agent market? Right. And, 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 <laughs> right. Right. There, there isn't any, and we're going to do 2021 next. And that's a totally different conversation. I mean, there are basically, if you were to make a list, and we don't know that all of them are going to get to free agency, but if you make a list 
of the 2021 and 2020 free agents and combine the list and come up with the top 15, 12 or 13 of them would be in the 2021 list. Okay. It would be, I, Anthony Davis would be the only one that made that list. Right. Maybe Drummond. Maybe Drummond. Maybe, Drummond. right, just in terms of age, right, because Drummond's only 27. Maybe DeRozan. But that's about it. I mean, the rest of them, no. I mean, not with the uncertainty around Hayward. Um, not with the fall-offs for Batum and Parsons. Not with the age of Lowry. Not with sort of the limited offensive game of favors. You know, not with the defensive struggles of Tim Hardaway Jr., some of the limitations of Fournier, the age of Iguodala. Uh, and so to be honest, Reggie Jackson, you know, when it comes to the heat, that's, it's a good thing. Cause that's when they'll have money, right? That's when uh, Kelly, JJ, Dion all come off the books. So. Right. Unless they get Bradley Beal. And if they get Bradley Beal, then we'll be okay with them getting money. So, you know, or no, not having money because they'll have a player that they want. Right. And that's. They'll have the 2021 free agent. And this is what I always say, and we're going to say this on all this stuff. You go get the guys when you can. You go get them when you can, and you figure it out later. You don't wait for the class. You don't know who's going to get hurt. When you looked at that Gordon Hayward contract originally, you thought, oh, he's going to be up again, and he'll be a really productive player, probably an all-star. But he's not, right? When you looked at Andre Drummond at this stage, you would have thought he would have been dominating the Eastern Conference. He's not. So I just think when you can get a player and get him in your system at that point, you do it, okay, even if you have to give up some assets because tomorrow is not promised. It's not promised they're going to be available. It's not promised they're going to be the same player you thought they were going to be. It's not promised you're going to be in the same money situation. It's not promised that the conference is going to look the same. You have to make the deal when you can, and that's why He's I've always been younger. Right. It was different. There was one time that it made sense when the greatest player of this generation and arguably the greatest of all time, certainly one of the top two, was going to be available in 2010. Then, yes, you clear the decks. But barring that, okay, you don't you you get the players when you can, and, and that's pretty much the way it is. So we're gonna do another episode on this on twenty twenty one, and uh, be sure to check that out. That'll be out here later in the week. Another of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. I can attest to this personally because they just threw out my traffic ticket for me. It was no problem, no points on the license. No other details that I had to deal with. You've got to check out the law firm of Seltzer Mayberg. You can find them at onecalllegal.com. That's onecalllegal.com or call 1-855-5000-LAW, 1-855-5000-LAW. They handle cases including but not limited to car accidents, slip and falls, and, of course, traffic tickets. And they've got a new 15,000-square-foot office, which we work out of at times as well, on I-95 in North Miami. They handle cases from all over the state. they got a special now. If you mention five Five reasons are five on the floor. They will take care of your traffic ticket for $49.95. Go check out that price somewhere else. You're not going to get it. Call now, 24-7 service, for a free consultation. That's onecalllegal.com, 1-855-5000-LAW, Seltzer Mayberg. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, 
cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.